Hey, what's up? It's Jared with Practically Passive, and today we're going to talk about the mindset that I think that you need to be in when you decide to start uh, building passive income revenue streams. It's really easy to burn out when you're building passive income because it is kind of like that snowball effect where you start out rolling very small pebbles and of course over time those build up and collect more things along the way and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's a huge snowball hence the snowball effect so I'm just doing this episode as a podcast only episode it's not going on YouTube because this is more of like a conversation and uh, I, I feel like this episode might get a little bit longer and I really try to keep things short and concise on um, on YouTube. So let's jump right in and start talking about the passive income mindset. 2019 is upon us and maybe you have a new skill you want to learn. Maybe it's photography or music production. Maybe you want to learn how to build your own website or understand data science. There's a lot of cool courses over at Skillshare. They are this episode's sponsor, and they're giving all of the listeners two free months of Skillshare Premium. That means unlimited access to all of their courses. A lot of these courses are less than an hour or an hour and a half long, and you're going to learn a lot of great things and walk away enlightened. Let's start out 2019 by learning some things. Head on over to jer.fyi slash Skillshare. That's J. Jer.fyi slash Skillshare. All right, so the passive income mindset, what does that even mean? Now, uh, I've been working on building passive income for a long time, and uh, you know, it's it, it didn't start out as, as a, a goal to build passive income. It just started out as me wanting to create content and put stuff out there and then realizing that I needed to make money from it uh, rather soon. Now, my whole life, I have worked in the realm of active income, you know, which means for any work that I'm doing, I get paid. I only get paid for that work. Once the work is done, then that's it. And I've had many things that I have done, like projects that I've done over the years or that I've put out there on the internet that could very well have become like a passive income thing. It could have been a really neat passive income thing, but I, I just, you know, you get uh, hungry or greedy or whatever it is, and you, you go for the active income because that's what typically pays you sooner. And if you go in the direction of passive income, a lot of times it's really easy to get burned out because you don't see the fruits of your labor until down the road a little bit. It takes continuous work. Um, people that say passive income is just doing work once and putting it out there and getting paid for the rest of your life are total liars who have no uh, no ground in reality. They have no idea what they're talking about. It is a long process. It is a lot of work, but it is very rewarding. And once you figure it out, then you have some income that can definitely change your life. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about here in this whole podcast. That's why I call it practically passive. I mean, not everything is immediate. Uh, not everything is truly what it is on the internet. We all know that. Um, so practically passive, like this whole concept is that, uh, you know, there is aspects of it that is passive and it practically is passive, but we're not trying to live a lifestyle where we're, you know, ditching work, where we're trying to get out of actually doing work and putting in the work 
building passive income revenue streams really does take a lot of effort and a lot of time and continual work. But the difference is, is that after you get done with whatever that task is, whatever that video is that you put out or a podcast episode or a piece of content on your website or whatever it is, that ebook, those are things that are going to start to pay you over and over again after that. That's why authors, you know, that have successful books may only write a book every couple of years because they, they wouldn't be able to just put out a new book. If they put out a book and were, you know, paid maybe you know, 50 grand or something like 100 grand to put out a book, they would need to put out a book every year and that would water down their potential. They wouldn't have enough time to really think about, you know, uh, what's next and to really uh, try and, and come up with something great. They would they would be in production mode all the time. So in, in building passive income revenue streams, um, it, it is similar into that respect is that you put out information you do all of the work up front so that you can get paid for that over time and so i wanted to to kind of talk about how that's worked out for me some mistakes that i've made and the ways that i have allowed myself to to reach burnout uh, which it's really easy to do because you know at the end of the day we have to earn enough money to cover our cost of living um, if you have a family, you know, there's those costs and, and everybody's there's responsibilities that we all have. And that varies differently for each of us. Um, you know, when, when I first started, uh, in, in business and decided to kind of take a risk and start a business, I did that when I was young, when I was 20 years old, I, I told myself, you know what? I need to do this now because if I wait until later on in life, I'll have responsibilities and things that it's just going to make it more difficult to make that decision to try and 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 start a business. And that very much would be the case because right now uh, I feel that I've done that to myself, but within my own business. It's like, yes, I own a business and I operate my own business, but at times I feel like I can't take my foot off the pedal of keeping my business going or focusing 100% on my business because uh, I need that income coming in to cover the cost of living, responsibilities, and all that stuff. So when I do put effort into my passive income revenue streams, and unless I see immediate results, I tend to get a little frustrated. I tend to, um, you know, uh, get burnout, reach burnout quickly because it, it takes a lot of effort to put these videos up, to put these podcasts up, to write articles on my websites and stuff like that. It's it's it takes a lot of effort. And, you know, then you go online and you see these other people doing it and, you know, they're putting up multiple videos a week and they're, you know, doing all these different things. And you think to yourself, like, how am I ever going to be able to make it happen for myself when those people are doing it full time and they're just making it? And so it's it's easy to kind of measure yourself up against other people, their achievements, their failures, whatever, and all that stuff. And I've definitely gotten caught up in that a lot. I am most definitely a person who will go and compare himself to others. And I'll do it in a way where I, I'm trying not to... I, I'm I do it in a way where I think I'm actually helping myself. Like I look at what other people are doing and measure what I'm doing up against theirs just because it's like, okay, well, I want to make sure that I'm doing enough or that I'm doing it right or that I'm doing it better than they are. 
But the problem is, is that that's not actually what ends up happening in my mind. I end up allowing myself to get discouraged because, you know, these people are putting out videos now that I wanted to put out months ago, but I just didn't have the time to do them. So they sat on my back burner uh, or on my list, uh, list of videos that I wanted to put out. And then, of course, they come out with a video and it's got 100,000 views or something. And I get all like discouraged because of it. And so there's there is a lot of different ways that you can you can hit burnout uh, with passive income. And especially when, you know, you're you're putting out content and you've been putting out content for months and it doesn't seem like there's really any movement there as far as your income goes, um, you know, you're not uh, making anything yet and it's it can get really discouraging. And it is different for each of our niche topics or industries or whatever it is that we're trying to, uh, we're trying to build an audience in. Um, I have a couple of different YouTube channels and a couple of different podcasts now and some different things that I've been doing. And some of them are much easier than others to, to reach people in. For example, my uh, YouTube channel and website, State of Tech, is around mobile technology like the iPhone, the iPad, laptops, Android phones, and stuff like that. I have a pretty big audience there because everybody has a mobile device, and I've opted to go in the direction of being a little bit more technical in my talk, which a lot of other YouTubers and stuff uh, don't get super technical. They just kind of hit the highlights. And, and I wanted to reach the people who truly liked to kind of nerd out on that stuff like I do. And I think I finally started to reach that, uh, that people group out there, uh, which is good. It's great. That's what my goal was, was to be more informative. You know, somebody else's video might be six minutes long. Mine's going to be 16 because I get more deeper into it. I have conversations. I, uh, I, 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 I'm a true practitioner of these things rather than just being uh, somebody who is interested in it and decided to talk about it. I think there's a difference between being like a, um, a practitioner in a space and just being someone who's interested in it. Uh, and you see a lot of people like that, especially in technology on the web who are just, um, you know, fans or, or fanatics about something. They're not, practitioners. And so uh, think about that too. Like when you're putting out content, uh, depending on what it is, whether it's in the fitness space or, um, you know, technology or, or whatever it is, when you're, whatever kind of content you're putting out there, uh, think about the audiences that you have, the, p- the potential audiences, the people that are out there, what they're interested in, and see what other people are doing. And don't get discouraged uh, by the fact that there are other people that are way further along than you. Um, believe me, the fact that we're all doing this right now means we're, we're still way further along than the rest of the world, uh, the rest of the people out there, um, who are sitting on the fence, who have decided, uh, it's not, they can't do that now, you know, that haven't reached a a high enough amount of pain in their life to take the jump. Um, we're all doing it now and we're still early on, so it's not too late, um, but look at what other people are doing in uh, more of a, of, a, of a sense where you're scientifically trying to take apart their audience and figure out what kind of person that is or what, what type of people, what are they interested in. 
Um, are they like my audience, which typically is a little bit more nerdy, a little bit more technical? Um, you know, they're not looking to to see some, you know, uh, rant, just some review of an iPhone where it's like, oh, is it worth buying this year? Like, I don't want to answer that question. I want to go way deeper than that. Like, uh, it's a new iPhone, so, you know, let's talk about the technical aspects of it. Let's talk about whether those things are even needed. Um, you know, oh, it's faster, but how much faster do we really need it? And so let's just, just get really technical about it. Uh, maybe that's your niche that you decide to go deeper. Everybody else is kind of, um, you know, high level, trying to make sure that they appeal to everybody. You don't necessarily have to appeal to everybody. You can appeal to a smaller group of people and uh, and be the one who who takes it uh, to a much a much tighter degree and not uh, not just trying to reach every single person, but be be a bit more specific. Um, there's definitely a lot of room for that uh, because everybody thinks that they need to reach everybody, and that's not really the case. I mean, you can make a huge business for yourself just reaching. 1% or less. I mean, I, I'm just kind of making up numbers, but a small, very small, small percentage of uh, the people that potentially could be reached and, and you'll, you'll be successful. You'll be considered uh, successful or you can consider yourself a success. So um, as far as like, you know, avoiding burnout and all of that stuff, the, the huge thing is just to be consistent and to decide that you're going to be consistent even if you're not sure uh, that things are moving forward. Um, in investing, there's this method of investing called dollar cost averaging. And what that means is that every single you know, month or week or day or, or whatever uh, interval that you choose, you're going to invest the same amount. So we all know that the stock market and all of that stuff fluctuates. It goes up and down. Sometimes it stays the same. It's all over the place usually. And a person who invests in, uh, in, a, in the method of dollar cost averaging says to themselves, they're going to invest a set amount all the time whether the market is up or it's down and other investors are going to say, okay, well, when the market's down, I'm going to buy more. And when it's up, I'm not going to buy more. Maybe I'll sell or maybe I'll hold on to what I have or whatnot. But there's a lot of people that are um, much more reactionary to everything that's going on around them. Then there's the dollar cost averagers who say, it doesn't matter what the market's doing. I know that over time, the market is going to go up, even if it does go down for a while it will eventually recover. So I'm going to continue to invest the same amount all the time. And of course, a dollar cost averager can look for opportunities. If the market is low and they have some extra money to invest, they can invest in the same way where I look for opportunities in the tech space to produce more videos. And so sometimes I may produce a video a week, and then sometimes I may produce two or three in one week. Um, sometimes it may be less, but I do have a goal of at least producing two videos a month on my channel. And that makes sure that I'm continually investing in that channel. And I've made the decision that that's just the way it's going to go and, and what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to invest in that. And some videos don't pay out too well. You know, some videos have a couple hundred views. Some videos have a couple hundred thousand views. And it's just really weird how that works out. But if you decide up front that you're not going to 
uh, allow yourself to get burned out because the, what we do to burn ourselves out is we go hard from the beginning. We get this new idea and I do this all the time. This is classic Jared, you guys. I get this idea and I just go full throttle into it and I get like a week into it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, I have all these other responsibilities. Like I can't just go full throttle into this. Like I need to back out a little bit. And then I end up just not messing with that project at all for a couple of months. And then everything's old and I have to kind of start over again. And it's, it gets discouraging. So what I really need to continuously remind myself to do is to look at my production of content, my passive income revenue streams as investments, as things I'm investing my time, some of my, you know, my efforts uh, into producing content, uh, YouTube videos, these podcasts, blogs, and stuff like that. And of course, there's a, a, a bunch of other ways that you can uh, create streams of passive income. Uh, but I've, I've decided that I need to do that on a consistent basis in the same way that a person who invests with a dollar cost average strategy invests in whatever it is that they're investing in. So of course, you know, you need to look at things and, and, and revisit what's actually going on. You can't continually invest in something that never pays out. Obviously, you know, there are some stocks out there in the world that are toxic, that are bad, and you might buy them and you're not just going to continue to feed them, to, to put money into them if they continue to, to lose for you. You have to look at that and, and figure out, you know, what is working and what's not. You have to measure. Um, and the good thing is, is that there's so many tools out there for, for measurement, um, I just started for my podcast. I just started using Buzzsprout. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> the name kind of turned me off at first because I was like Buzzsprout. That's just such a typical name of like a technology uh, thing these days. It's like two words that don't even make any sense for podcasting. But it, but it's a cool podcasting tool, and I really, um, I really started to like it because it gives me the numbers that I need to know. It makes it easy for me to manage the feeds going to different places. Like my, I want my podcast on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all these different apps. It makes it easy to get that out there. And it's just one place. And, um, what's cool is like, if you're really, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, it's, uh, they have a thing. I'll give you a link in the, in the show notes here. Um, they don't really have like a referral program, but they do have a refer a friend thing. And uh, and each person when they sign up gets a, a $20 Amazon gift card, um, which is, is kind of cool. $20 uh, for me and $20 for you. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I mean, that's the platform that, that I'm on. And the reason that I've decided to turn the um, the practically passive YouTube channel also into a podcast is because a lot of times we are listening to this type of information. Uh, not often, you know, you go on YouTube, you want to be entertained, you you're looking for something fun and interesting. 
and some dude talking about passive income isn't necessarily that interesting. Uh, and though I love YouTube and it's a great place for talking about um, personal growth and development, podcasting is is even more so that space. And so I wanted to bring it here and I'm using Buzzsprout for that. And uh, so I just wanted to kind of give you that resource and how and and I'll talk more about it because I, I've got several episodes now um, on Buzzsprout with the podcast and and it's working really good. But I want to continually come back and let you guys know how these different tools are working for me. Um, I don't want you to try anything uh, just because I get on here and say like, oh, it's great. Like I want to come back and say, okay, like guys, I've actually been using this for six months now and it is good. Or here's the things that that bummed me out about it. It didn't work out. And now I have to move to this other platform. Like I, I want you guys to be able to uh, learn from my mistakes or from my experiences. And and not every experience uh, has to end in a, in a mistake. Um, I, I don't want to, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, learn from my mistakes. You know, well, uh, I'm constantly testing and, you know, learning through that process of testing and trying things out. And I don't think that mistakes can be made when you are continually trying out new things, when you're learning when you take something from every experience, it's it's not a mistake necessarily. It's it's it may set you back a couple steps, but um, in reality, like you've learned something from it, you've become more because of that experience. So um, as long as you take that outlook, it, you're looking at everything uh, through the lens of what can I learn from this, um, taking into account that you're you're putting out effort and that you've chosen something that you are knowledgeable and passionate about that you can talk about that people can feel that in your voice whether it's your voice like a podcast somebody's listening to you or in your writing or in the content that you've produced they they need to be able to feel your passion there and um and so you need to choose that but then in the the different ways that you do put yourself out there whether it be a podcast or a youtube channel written content or whatnot you need to have the the tools connected to that that give you the ability to measure and you know just because you put an ad in there and and you're hoping to make some money off of this ad and you're not making any money off of this ad like okay well how many people are, are making it to your content like you might think that nobody's making it to your content because you're not making any money off of this ad but maybe people are making it to the content but the ad just isn't connecting with them and so you have to figure out a good way to make that work uh, like for me i think um the partnership with skillshare is just a fantastic one because we all need to learn more on how to do these things like if you're wanting to build passive income revenue streams you have a an area that you're knowledgeable in but you might not know how to create a video uh, or how to take some good photos for your promotional material or how to do a podcast or anything like that and skillshare has all that content uh, by people who have taught that. And of course, I, I want to teach that myself as well, but I, I know I'm not the only person out there that that is doing that and doing that well. 
So Skillshare works out as a good partner for me because I can, uh, I'm, I'm not just trying to offer you all something that uh, doesn't make sense for what I'm talking about. Obviously, the concept of building passive income means, um, you know, we, we are learners, we are uh, consumers of information ourselves, and we're taking all of our experiences, and we're wanting to figure out a way that we can, you know, put that out there to the world and make that available so that uh, the world could start to, you know, pay us back a little bit here at a time uh, through, you know, the different programs and platforms that we choose. But, um, you know, there's there's education there that needs to be, uh, if you don't know about podcasting, you're wondering, what mic do I use? How do I edit a podcast? Y- you know, are these podcasts that I'm listening to, are they just s- seriously sitting there and talking the whole time and not making any mistakes? Or are they editing it? So how do you edit audio? How do you edit video? All these different things. And so uh, for me, that partnership works out good because um, we're, we're more into educating ourselves and we're not afraid to learn something new and we actually seek out opportunities to learn something new and because of that um, it it makes sense to have that kind of a partner Uh, but whatever it is that you are going to be uh, trying to share with the world through the different you know avenues out there um, you're going to need to find partners that make sense for you as well and uh, that's going to be different. You know, Skillshare might not work out for you. Audible.com might not work out for you. Uh, but depending on what you're doing, maybe um, other resources will. And so all you really need to do is just uh, you know, really think about what's going to add value to your um your audience. And as long as you're continually thinking about what adds value, like what's actually going to build them up, um, those partnerships uh, with, you know, the, the, the way that you're going to monetize, the way that you're going to try and find passive income uh, out there is, is going to be in alignment with the audience that is consuming your content. Because a lot of times it's not the audience that's paying you. You know, when you're doing a podcast, you're doing YouTube videos and stuff like that, writing articles, it's not all the time that your your income is going to come from an audience. I mean, now if you put out a course, like a, a video course or something like that, or an ebook or a physical book or whatnot, yeah, you know, the people are going to buy that. None of my income comes directly from the audience. My income comes from YouTube. It comes from Amazon. Uh, it comes from, you know, uh, some of these different partners that I have. And they pay me a residual of a sale or of an ad sale or something like that. So that's kind of the difference there. Um, I'm not selling directly to people. I'm giving them away. I'm giving them information away for free that I have uh, based on just what my experience have been in uh, doing these different things. So that's that's kind of um, a slower way too. You know, it's it's definitely slower uh, to build these passive income revenue streams this way. But my goal was to not only measure my success in. Uh, in how much passive income I'm earning, but also in how much uh, the audience has grown. 
I would rather have a huge audience and a small amount of passive income, uh, a big audience that I had, you know, some sort of influence over in a space because they saw me as a knowledgeable, reputable person in that space. I would rather have that than have, uh, uh, you know, a, a bigger income from a smaller amount of people. And, and the reason there is that I'm not only looking at this as, um, you know, a way to try and, and make money. Of, of course, I want to have uh, enough of a passive income so that I can be doing this full time, but not at the uh, expense of having to sell, sell, sell. I don't want to be in that mode. I want to be in the uh, mode of empowering and educating because I think if if you go out and do that, if you empower and educate, the money is going to follow. It is a a side effect of you going out and and putting all of that effort out into the world. So in thinking about uh, burnout and just how not to get burned out, um, working towards growing your your passive income revenue streams, think about what I've said in this episode. Uh, think about the dollar cost averager who continually puts the same amount of effort in, whether his investments are up or down. Uh, he's all in for a set amount every month. And I think that for those of us that have jobs that we have to maintain, that is a good way to look at it because you could say, okay, I'm going to make the effort to put in, you know, 10 hours a month towards my, uh, towards building my passive income. And, and of course, you know, you could take advantage of vacation months where you have a vacation or when work is slow and maybe invest a little bit more time, or, or maybe you have some, uh, breaks that just happen in life and you have a little bit more time available, but knowing that you're going to put in a set amount of work regardless, and of course, measuring all along, because if something does become uh, a loser and you're not gaining anything from it, even though you're continually investing, you do need to be mindful to reevaluate and go back to the drawing board and say, okay, um, maybe I need to pivot a little bit or change what I'm doing there. I've done that so many times. My state of tech uh, YouTube channel and podcast, like that all started back in the day, just reviewing apps. And I don't review apps anymore. Uh, there's too many other people that were doing it. And now there's just nobody really interested in it. Um, the whole reviewing apps thing is, is what started me in this, but I pivoted, I changed. And I, I realized that reviewing apps, those videos were never going to get many views. Uh, these apps that were so obscure that, um, you know, yeah, I was bringing awareness to some apps, but that was really helping out the app developer more than it was helping me out. So I needed to find a way to to kind of pivot and shift into something that's more interesting uh, to a broader audience. And that's when I decided to stay in the tech space with the mobile devices that I had already been talking about, but talking more about the devices themselves and what you can do with them and how you can make them more useful in your life. And that's really what's worked out for me uh, as I've continued to build that. And the same goes with with Ditch Auto, which is my photography channel. I talk about the same things, how to get the, the most out of your equipment, how to better use it, 
you know, people go out and spend a thousand, a couple thousand dollars on a camera, have no idea what they're doing and wonder why their photos don't look as good as the next person. And so uh, I want to educate, I want to help people um, get the most out of, uh, out of their camera equipment. And, and that's why both of these channels have started to do, uh, to do okay. And they're providing me a passive income revenue stream that is, uh, substantial. It's, it, it's life-changing. So think about that. Uh, I hope that, um, you enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, like I said, this one's an audio only, um, it's, uh, I, I do have videos up on the YouTube channel, uh, under practically passive and I'll link to those in the show notes. Um, if you want to see the videos, what's cool about the videos is that I do share, uh, screenshots and graphs of my dashboards for my different passive income revenue streams, um, to show proof, but, uh, also to just kind of show and give people a better idea of, of what to expect so that they can see what that, uh, that growth looks like. I don't do any paid advertising to promote my stuff. It's all found organically. Uh, and I try to create content that is organic, that is, uh, interesting. And that is what people are searching for. So, um, definitely head on over to the YouTube channel and subscribe to that channel there. I will continue to put up videos there and continue to work towards sharing as, as much as I can about passive income, pardon the beeps in the background. I'm actually going to do a video today on the difference between a low end and a high end drone. And I have both of those that I use for my uh, photography and video production. And I thought with the fall colors outside and everything, it would just be a great opportunity to do a video because people are always asking me, what's the difference between like a thousand dollar drone and like a $10,000 drone. And so I wanted to do the, uh, a video kind of comparing the two. So that's what those beeps were. That's the batteries and they're charged. So that's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon is putting a video together. And, uh, and so, um, if you're interested in seeing that you'll want to head on over to, uh, state of tech and check that out because that's a video that will be there within the coming weeks. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, go check out the YouTube channel, pa uh, practically passive and the links down in the description. Um, check out the Skillshare offer that I have available. Sorry about the beeps. Uh, the Skillshare offer that has been made available to me. And then also check out uh, my Audible deal. Uh, you can get a free audiobook from Audible by clicking the link that I have below as well. Uh, and um, a free audiobook is, is like around 25, 30 bucks. So it's definitely worth it. I recommend checking it out. And uh, the, the links, like I said, are, are down in the description in the show notes of this episode. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, if any of this is clicking with you or it's uh, maybe a little confusing still, I want to hear your thoughts and your opinions. Um, have you reached burnout before uh, with trying to build something? I just want to hear back from, from all of you. I, I love hearing some insights and some of the, the experiences that you guys have had um, because if we're all sharing and learning together, then we're all growing and moving forward. And that really is what uh, building passive income revenue streams requires is learning and moving forward. So definitely find me online at Jared Hill on all the socials uh, or go over to practicallypassive.com and shoot me a message there through the website. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for sticking with me through it. I hope that it brought you some value and I hope to see you back here soon. Take care.